third one out once. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Recorded live from the radio studios of WFAY and WMRV. Andrew Lona's Media presents Cumberland County's Smartest Hour of Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Carolina Cabinet. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. My name is Nat Robertson, and I will be your host as we discuss the news and the newsmakers. We're going to play a little bit of music and going to talk to, and we're going to talk about the movers and the shakers around Fayetteville and Cumberland County, this great state of North Carolina, and what's happening in the world today. Our mission is to bring to the airwaves a common sense voice on the right side of the issues. Today in the Cabinet... We've got Pastor Josh. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mr. Jimmy Hinley. Good morning. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. <laughs> exactly. We've got a special guest joining us uh, tonight also, and that is Mr. Mike Chandler. He's going to talk about the Karen Chandler Trust oh, and the great things that are going on. Great opportunity. So Thank glad to you have so you here with us also. Hey, listen, check us out. Like us, message us, follow us, share us on your favorite social media outlet. We are at the Carolina Cabinet. And if you miss an episode on Sunday mornings here on WFAY or The River, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite broad podcast broadcaster. Listen, we appreciate you uh, tuning in and spending the next 60 minutes with us. Don't go far. We will be right back. Well, good morning from the All-American City. This is Pastor Josh, and have I got some good news for you. In a time when so many want to unpack, talk about, and discuss the problems, circumstances, situations, all the negative junk, I'm here to give you some good news. Listen, this past week I had the opportunity to head to the mountains with the kids and the grandkids, and we headed up to Gatlinburg. Man, what a great time we had. Whitewater rafting down to Nantahalia, gym mining, um, hiking up to Laurel Falls. What a great, great time. One of the days we had the opportunity to go to Cades Cove, where, goodness sake, we saw black bear, deer, even a coyote. And a matter of fact, we even saw elk. And that brings me to the point I want to make today. The elk in the Great Smokies have had an amazing comeback. Around 1700s uh, or so, the elk had died out in North Carolina completely. Well, in 2001, they introduced 25 elk, or I should say reintroduced them to the Smokies. The next year, 27, and over the past 20 years, that herd has grown to over 200 elk that now roam the Great Smokies. Listen, friends, if that's not good news, I don't know what is.
you know, we just don't do or play uh, very much beach music. But um, I tell you, uh, Mike Chandler's in the studio with us, Pastor Josh and uh, Jimmy Henley. Um, but Mike, you had a fantastic fundraiser for the Karen Chandler Trust, kind of all revolving around beach music, and uh, I mean, just a what a fun time, a fun Sunday, a fun weekend. Well, we did have a good time, didn't we? It was it was a lot of fun, and you had many uh, musicians up there. Uh, Kim and I were kind of sitting in the back, but yeah. uh, just so enjoyed ourselves. Who who all was? was uh, it was awesome. We had the Godfather of beach music, Jackie Gore. Okay. Um, and I don't, Who, whose name uh, who is, is so famous? The original yeah. Ember, yeah. right? Um, and you just heard his his daughter Terry. Okay, that's, uh, that's, his, that's his daughter. This hit she released that week, and it has gone to the it's gone to the top of the charts in the uh, in the beach music. Well, it's uh, beautiful. Arena. It is beautiful. Yeah. And she was the original Carolina girl. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but we were. Um, we were very blessed to have them. We had Classic Soul, um, Dr. Warren McDonald. Right, who's a, sort of a local band. I think we've all probably heard them. Well, he used to, you know, he used, he used to play with uh, the Drifters and the Embers. Wait a minute. Warren McDonald used to play with the Drifters and the Embers? <laughs> he did. Wow. Is that he, right? He never told now, me that, no. Now, that is Professor. Yeah, that's Professor. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, that, no, that very, we all know from Methodist I mean, he University. He everybody and knows everybody. How about that? Uh, but uh, his band was there. We had, um, um, of course, we had Jackie Gore's band, and we had our own River Mist from uh, Faith. Right. And absolutely. They were absolutely. River fast. Mist is always they on the really, money. In really fact, yeah. River Mist won some awards through the Carolina Country Music Association awards that were just uh, held, um, I guess, nationally. Here in Fayetteville, North yeah. Carolina, just uh, a couple of months ago. In fact, That's the day impressive. that it snowed so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, the day that they uh, played for us for for a benefit, they released a quote unquote beach music song that is just tearing up the charts. Is that right? In Myrtle Beach right now. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, they they are a great band. Also, yeah, and we're but, we're really blessed. You know, we've got uh, both. Uh, uh, Dr. McDonald and um, and Greg Adair on our are on our board. Um, so let's talk about the Karen Chandler oh, Trust. Okay, uh, right. but because certainly you know that was a day of fun, but we weren't there to have fun as much as we were to raise money and to to support a a, a great great cause. Well, I appreciate that very much. Um, you know, we're so blessed to have such great musicians here in Fayetteville, and uh, years ago, in fact. Uh, I had to slap my pinch myself the other day when I realized <laughs> it was 22 and a half years ago. Wow. Uh, we started the foundation after my sister Karen passed away. Right. And when Karen was sick, all the local bands got together and did these battles with the bands and, mm-hmm. and raised mm-hmm. funds for her. She sure. was a single-parent mom with two kids. And uh, uh, the the music industry or the music groups here in Fayetteville just reached out and touched her heart and touched her family's heart. And that got us started. And um, uh, when she passed, Dad and I got together, and we had about $1,300 left over in the funds that we had to put aside for her. And we're actually looking for a place to put it. Right. So we went and we met with uh, Dr. Bakri and Colleen and 
um, a number of the, the social workers over at the cancer center and said, well, you know, what can we do? Here's $1,300. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we looked at the possibility of opening up a new 501c3, and we started it one almost $1.3 million wow. ago. Wow. Uh, we've raised funds to do exactly what this community did for Karen. And right. um, so we're blessed to have, a, you, you know, I was talking about our board. We've got a great board, as you know. Um, there might be one exception on there, but yeah, it's a pretty good board. <laughs> Can I tell everybody that? Nat has just jo- joined our board, yeah. and we're just so fortunate to have him. Um, but we've got a, a, in my opinion, it's who's who in Fable except for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the exception I was speaking about. So, so Mike, the, what the, the work that the Karen Chandler Trust does yep. in this community yep. is unbelievable and nobody would ever know that it's going on and that's the most beautiful thing is because if you're not afflicted with cancer or if you don't have the need for the services you'll you would never know outside of the fundraising aspect that is true but cancer touches you know one in four will be touched with cancer some way right uh, um yeah i mean that's uh, uh that's so true and and just to tell you what we do is um, to keep our, we have zero, and and I when I say this, I'm, I mean it. We have zero cost. Yeah. Operator foundation. That's awesome. Zero, and Everything that's almost unheard of with five hundred one Cs. There's usually at least ten percent, twenty percent that that's pulled out. We have a hundred percent of what we do goes directly, and 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 one of the things that helps us save on uh, saves on some expenses is I pay all of the bills. When I say I pay bills, we pay utility bills. We pay mortgages and rents. Um, every now and then I'll fix a car. <laughs> and transportation. That's really what we do. We make sure uh, folks get to their, to their doctor's appointments and chemo and, and radi- uh, radiation and, and whatever they need. Um, but we pay, we pay all the bills directly to the companies. Yeah. And by doing that, I don't have to file. Or, or give 1099s to uh, right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Right. to the people yeah. Yep. yeah so mike if i'm understanding yeah. if somebody is listening out there yeah. that, that is going through this or going through it with a loved one mm-hmm. and they're having a difficult time as most do with finances and, mm-hmm. and keeping up with work and all what do they do if there's a power bill or one of the examples you gave us how, how do they go about getting that help well the first thing they do is there's two things that we need okay First of all, we need a notification from the cancer center or one of the social workers that you are being treated for cancer, currently okay. being treated for cancer, and you and a utility bill showing that you are a, a resident of Cumberland County. Okay, mm. that's the only two criteria we got. And we've had cases. Um, you know, you excuse me. <laughs> I keep ringing the bell. They're giving me a hard time here, but. Uh, uh, you know, I've had cases where we've had to get involved the last minute. PwC is a great partner of ours, where we've had to get involved in the last second before power was turned off. Right. And, and I think I gave an example at the Beach Music yep. Festival. We had an elderly couple in the dead of winter lose their, their heat. And uh, uh, Taylor Oil Company came in and at 10 o'clock at night and filled their tanks. Wow. Um, awesome. But well, the beauty of what we do is, is we've built – a lot of good relationships 
and, and Bobby uh, or David Taylor over at uh, Bobby Taylor Oil is a great example of that. Oh, what, what, a, was, what a great what a great guy and a, yeah. a great yes. business here yep. out on Ramsey Street. Yep. So, yep. Good partners, precisely. And anyway, that's uh, that's kind of what we do, and we're we're we're, we're kind of proud of that. And uh, well, what do we do? Uh, those listening that want to be able to help help you you know be able to facilitate well we're always looking for two things we're looking we're looking for money <laughs> yeah, number one <laughs> yeah. and we're looking for volunteers so is the pastor he's always looking for <laughs> so let me uh let me give you a couple things uh my phone number this is my personal phone number is 910-578-3382 and um that's my cell phone yeah. <laughs> and, well, right. and i take mm-hmm. calls on it all the time Secondly, my address is 2921 Damascus Road, Fayetteville, North Carolina, 28303. And we're over uh, near Sycamore Dairy. Is, is Just off Sycamore Dairy Road. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yep, yep. 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 Gotcha. Um, if you are having a difficult time and, and you're, you're, certain you're being treated, ask one of the social workers. And, and, and we, not, we not only do Kate Fear. Uh, I'm running three drivers a week, taking folks to UNC, to Duke, or wherever mm-hmm. we need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but just ask one of the social workers, and I think we're pretty close to the top as far as giving <laughs> giving right. us out recommending. Yeah. Us. Anyway, they uh, um, they'll give you you know basically what you, what you need. They know what they need. Um, and a lot of times the social workers will, will actually email me the documentation that I need, uh, and we'll go to work immediately. And that's kind of what we are. We, we liken ourselves to immediate response team. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, there's a lot of programs that you know, when you get cancer and you become dis- disabled, it takes a long time to get SSDI mm-hmm. and disability and some sure. other things, and a lot of times you get turned down, and anyway, you, all, you may ultimately get it. We're kind of designed to be the first line of defense to come up until other things kick in that can give you some help. Uh, but there's nothing like being. Um, uh, did I tell you this story about the girl? Oh, can I, can I share a story? Sure, yeah. please do. Yeah. All right. Debbie and I um, were taking a, a, a patient. This was um, actually before we became a foundation. We, w- we were taking a lady over to have. Um, radiation okay and this was back in a number of years ago early 90s I guess it was and we were um, we were sitting at the cancer center and back then HIPAA wasn't as big as it is right. now absolutely but yeah. they had this uh, uh, console kind of like you got you guys got here where a receptionist would take in the calls we were sitting pretty close in pretty close proximity and it was hot it was 110 degrees that day I'll Ooh. never forget and a call came into the front desk, and um, you couldn't help but overhear the conversation. And apparently, there was a young lady over off Yadkin Road that wasn't going to be able to make her appointment that day because it was just too far to walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a true story. And I looked, took one look at Debbie, and I said, "As long as there's, as long as I've got breath." And people know about us, right? That will never happen again. Wow. And that's kind of been one of our one of our mantras. 
Wow. But that's a true story. And just how much money do you give away annually? Right now it's over 100000 Okay. a year. Wow. Yeah. And you can't give it away if you're not raising it. Yeah, and and, and, we're, and we don't have a big fund where we're in perp- you know, everything's in perpetuity. Right. We literally spend everything we got and then go back and raise some more. Okay. And, that, that, you know, we talked about the Beach Music Festival. i got to say this about the Beach Music Festival. What a great turn. Fayetteville, you did so good. Yes. My gosh. There were so many people. We had over 2,000 people there, and we raised, um, I think I sent you, that was 43,000 yep. yep. and change. Yep. Wow. Um, and it was great. And, and I had to go off to the beach music community and dock. And, um, you had a whole lot of volunteers and board yes, members. Uh, you know, Warren was out there. I saw Diane Wheatley out mm-hmm. there. and. Um, Oh my gosh! James Baker Everybody was there. was there. The who's who Actually, of Fable was yeah. out there, right? <laughs> Except for me, <laughs> <laughs> including you. In fact, you were we wearing a, a sports judge. coat, if I, I remember was, correctly. I you was. were dressed up. I was. So I got to tell you. I mean, let me jump in. Yeah. Just for me, as you know, a, a Fayetteville-ian, uh, to hear of people in our community honing in, focusing and right. zeroing in, in on helping people in our community what what an encouragement that is you know that that we have individuals like this who, who step up and say i'm not going to just talk about doing something i'm not going to just talk about making my community better i'm right. gonna, i'm going to do some stuff and i mean big stuff this is stuff again i, I mean maybe maybe they would, on a national or international level people may never know about it You're, but the people that are touched here right in my city that yep. is thank you it is it's so valuable well you're so welcome you know something guys and 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 i've this is going to sound a little corny, but I believe that we're here for a purpose. Yep. Yep. And our purpose here, um, I tell my kids this all the time, Lord, go into this world. If you leave this world a little bit better than it was right. when you came yeah. in, then, then, you, then you've made a mark. And you know what? It's all about people. Yep. And yeah. just to put a smile on somebody's face or see fear on somebody's face and, and – and be able to relieve it, even for a moment. Yeah, that's a great feeling. Mike, yeah, where do we go? What, how do we give that money? To is there help a website out? or have? Yes, there is a website. It's uh, KarenChandlerTrust.com. Okay, you yeah. can do it there, or uh, the address again, uh, twenty nine twenty one Damascus Road. You can send your checks there to uh, Karen Chandler Trust. And are we able to give online? Do you have? Yes, uh, you are. Yes, good. yes, you can and do it online. Again, good. the neat part about the Karen Chandler Trust is a hundred percent of what's raised goes to the purpose yeah. of, of why of you're giving it. Well, and it's I, not going to staff and administration and buying staples mm-hmm. and, yep. and paper clips and you right. know. So I had mentioned just before the show, I had uh, uh, an elder in my church. His his wife passed away a couple of days ago from cancer, and so God we've been walking her. through this process, and to see the taxation. On the family, um, the, the difficulty, the work, uh, uh, having walked through that with him, him having to step back so he could focus. Um, again, just to know that we have individuals in our community mm-hmm. who come alongside and say, "You know what? You don't have to carry it all by yourself. Let me uh, let me come and help you a little bit." It's a little bit. Uh, you know, I went through the, the loss of my wife Debbie to right. ovarian cancer two and a half years ago. We were blessed because. I own my own business, so I can I could get yep. up and go. But there's a lot of folks that don't. They don't. And, yeah, they've got nine to fives, and, and they, they nine they just, to fives, yep. and they have to have you know this basic essentials that they need. Yep. And, and employers so. only give you so many days off or so many yep. hours so, off, yep. and and Precisely. then you're 
you're kind of out of luck. Yeah, and again, to say that these funds are given here in Fayetteville and touching the lives of Fayettevillians, people in Cumberland County, that is just, it's it's remarkable. Well, thank you, Josh. We're real proud of what we do, and we'll continue to do it. I hope, I, I hope I've got another 22 and a half years I left. I hope too, brother. I hope you do, too. <laughs> now you can ring the bell. Yes. Now, you know, if you can part the wings on Mike's back, he does, oh, right, he does yeah. other things also. Now, Mike, you, uh, you, you referenced your own business. Yes. That's Dogwood. Dogwood Capital, Capital Management. Right. Uh, we do um, two things. We, we manage assets, and and I love to write. I think you, I think yep. you know a little bit about my writings, and um, that's kind of what I do there. And and every now and then I dabble in a little uh, local politics. And yeah. Uh, so sure, that's I, a good idea. Yeah. Let's do that, Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to get back to the writing, and then we're going to jump into the politics. Sure. So, um, where can folks read what you write? Now, now I know Mike, very conservative, political nature, uh, uh, and a real force in town, uh, and has been. Uh, I personally have benefited from your knowledge and wisdom. Uh, you have helped me on several of my campaigns, and I, I am so appreciative of that. But, we're lucky to have you as a mayor. Oh, yeah. thank you, sir. Great. Thank you. Where uh, where can we read some of your conservative writings? Do you post? Uh, uh, I do. Well, I, I've got a contract with Seeking Alpha. Okay. Um, and go to seekingalpha.com, and they they post my work and resell my work. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay. right there is a good place to start. Yep. You can find and it there. What, what would you say? Is it mostly political or mostly financial? Well, or No, I write about economics for the most part. And, you know, by nature, there's a political side sure. to economics. Um, but basically what I do is I write about economics and, and investment ideas and themes uh, that I think people ought to, ought to adhere yeah, to. Yeah, just and, good sense. Yeah, it's common sense kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, some of those old guys have been around a while. Yeah. And I'm not talking about me. I'm, yeah. talking, about, I'm talking about John Templeton, and I'm talking about Warren Buffett. Those yeah. guys, uh, they got some pretty right. good uh, pretty good theories. They've so. got a head start, don't they? And uh, so they're my, they're, they're my go-to people. Well, that's great. So. Now let's talk about political, because uh, you are, like I said, you were involved with my races. Uh, you mm. have, um, I guess, friends. Uh, because I don't think you would help somebody that you really weren't convinced uh, was either the right candidate or a good buddy of yours. And, uh, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and I don't think there's an or there because you'll be a good buddy of mine if we're right. know, politically the, aligned. Politically aligned for right. the most part. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've, uh, I've enjoyed that, and, and that's kind of a long story, too. I mean, yeah. uh, I used to work for the Congressional Club. Uh, back in the seventies, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, you are. <laughs> well, but you were eight years old. Then. I was eight so years was old. Okay. Was working for the Congressional Club. <laughs> but well, that's, that's where I started, and I swore up and down. I I, um, I, I worked for the great Ronald Reagan. Okay, such, yeah, that's yeah. such a privilege. You can say that on the Carolina yeah, cabinet, okay. of course. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and 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 I, and I worked for him and. Then I decided I wanted to eat, and I, my wife told me at that time I had to go get a real job. Yeah. So, um, Dad so, 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 so I did, and, uh, and this was while I was at East Carolina University, and uh, went out about my way, and then I ran into uh, one of your city councilman friends, uh, Bobby Hurst. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I was over there um, 
uh, on a business call with Bobby, and I was sitting there, and I looked up on the wall, and it's all the guys I used to run with back when I was in congressional club. I mean, <laughs> I mean, John and Sissy East, you know, the whole the pictures crowd. all <laughs> up on the wall. I'm going, oh, my God. I know that guy. <laughs> I, I knew all of them, and I said, now, where do I know you from? And he said, well, he was apparently the chair of the state republic. I young think Republicans, that's right. young yep. Republicans. Yep, the YRs. Yeah, yeah, and I was over, you know, I was over with the uh, with the congressional club, so we had crossed paths. I got, I left there, went back to my office. Before I got back to the office, he'd called. Look, I'm running for city council. We run the race. You had yeah. sucker stamped on your head. Oh, no, I you? did. I must have. Yeah. Well, hang out with us and love to talk more politics uh, when we come back. We'll be, uh, we'll be right back.
The Carolina Cabinet presents Money Matters with Eric Nobles, a weekly update of what you need to know to make your money grow. Mr. Nobles is a Fayetteville native and partner in Nobles Pound Financial Planning, a regional planning and wealth management firm in Fayetteville, North Carolina, since 1991. Now, here's Eric Nobles. I want steak and a mansion. I need food and shelter. Self-control is a key ingredient to a successful financial life. I'm in my mid-50s now, and when I look back on my younger days, I realize that my frugalness as a young man was vital to the financial security that I have now. I used to wonder how folks could afford to eat out so often for dinner and spend 50 bucks at a pop. It seemed so expensive compared to eating at home. We ate at home a lot during my early career. While not spending tons on eating out, we were able to sock some money away each month for retirement and for our kids' college. Well, those invested dollars have grown and multiplied through the power of compound interest and the risk we accepted in the United States stock market. Like a snowball rolling downhill, it grows and grows, seemingly on its own. The key is saving money early in your working life and putting that money to work and ignoring the market fluctuations. Like the snowball rolling downhill, your investments will grow. If you save early in life, your investments could have 30 to 40 years to expand. Start early and watch that snowball grow. I want steak and a mansion. I need food and shelter. I am Eric Nobles, and that's why your money matters. Start your week off right. Thanks for joining Eastern North Carolina's smartest morning talk show. The Carolina Cabinet continues with your smart host, former Mayor Nat Robertson.
Put down the drumsticks. <laughs> Pastor Josh on the eardrums. <laughs> and Jimmy's over here playing the trumpet. <laughs> we got my my own brass section. I thought that was some kind of moonwalk or something <laughs> no. he was doing. I wasn't real sure. I'm going to need a longer cord on these headphones. Well, and I, I love the fact that you're going both righty and yeah, left with, yeah, your, with yeah. your trumpet. <laughs> He's in the band, that's for sure. We need to go back to video in here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do need to do that. <laughs> we'll go back to FaceTime Live. Maybe we'll get it going next week. Listen, welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. Uh, in the Cabinet or on the Cabinet. We, have we, don't, we haven't decided. <laughs> we we don't know which it. one yet. <laughs> We've got Pastor Josh Goodman. Hello, hello. Uh, Mr. Jimmy Henley Jr. Hello, hello. And our special guest in the studio is Mr. Mike Chandler. Thank you. Uh, Mike is talking all kinds of stuff. So oh, we man. went from uh, the Karen Chandler Trust uh, to politics, to business, and now, you know, the conversation always goes back to politics, doesn't it? Politi- <laughs> yeah. Politics and religion, yeah, the yeah. two <laughs> things that are in the studio that you're... It's what makes <laughs> the world go round, You're man. never supposed <laughs> yeah. to talk about. Well, and it was interesting because the statement was made during the break how politics and economics kind of... they, they And I, I think if at sure. any time in our history... We've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, uh, uh, goodness sake. So I'll, I'll leave that. I'll just set that down. and So let, let's, yeah, <laughs> let's start kind of nationally and we can we can back down. All right. So uh, we've got uh, for the next 20 minutes, we can talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Um, you want to go national first? You well, no, I want you to slap me upside the face again, Pastor Josh, <laughs> with the uh, the gas prices. Oh, my goodness sake. Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked about it last week. Here we are. How can we be at a place where we had gas around $2, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then it goes up to, in some places, well over 4 or $5. Isn't timing funny on you know? that? Yeah, right. And then and then now we're we're at a point, right, where we're actually happy that we can get gas for three sixty nine, three right. seventy nine, three eighty nine a yeah. gallon. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy. I had to fill up my F one fifty the other day, and I wasn't happy at all. Well, we, we just heard about you going out of town with the family, yeah. and I'm thinking, man, this guy's rich. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, went, we took my wife's car. He <laughs> went all the way to the mountains. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but it's interesting because, again, politics and economics on a national level. What? How? I mean, talk yeah, talk to you, our listeners. You know. Um, I've written a lot on energy. That naturally has kind of been a buzzword in, the, <laughs> yeah, in sure. the economic front today. But you know, we, we shot ourselves in the foot. And, and 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 what I what I try to tell folks is, look and see what Europe did. They decided that one day that they were going to go flip the switch and they were going to go to, you know, just renewable gas or yeah. renewable energy. Period. And they cut the fossil fuels off. They they closed down their 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 chains to. Uh, the gas lines, they changed um, <clears throat> their all of their uh, uh, refineries. They did all that overnight and, and, and I mean, became solely dependent on Russia yeah. to supply their energy. Well, that's not real bright. And, no, and, no. And, and, and you know what? We were, he- we were headed yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was, it was so, sort of funny. I, I heard the president talking yesterday or maybe it was this morning about the fact that, you know, we were net exporters. Well, we're not net exporters right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we are net importers. And, 
you know, when you cut off the gas lines, yep. and, and do you blame do you blame the yep. energy companies? Yep. Look, we want you to, we want you to go out and drill, baby, drill. Go spend some money and sp- spend your capital and drill. And oh, by the way, three years from now, we're going to take it, it all away. Yeah, we're going to take it away. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and I'm not uh, <clears throat> a world leader yet, yeah. um, but. Uh, okay, maybe a benevolent dictator is what I <laughs> in my world, anyways. But uh, all these countries that uh, just put everything in the hands of Russia, I look at that like I see the guy coming home from prison. I say, "Hey, can you house sit for me?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, I don't understand why they didn't see this going wrong. I mean, I, yeah. I, and I'm not in their position, but you got to see this one coming. That if you get that dependent and reliable. Sure. On a country that's not that dependent and reliable for you, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. where's that going to go? Yeah, and absolutely. notoriously, you know, uh, uh, you know, bribes and you know, just every. I mean, when you got a country that's notoriously uh, uh, crooked, you know, crooked. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah then, you can say that. Yeah, then it's it's something like, and you're going to put your eggs in that basket. You yeah, know, I mean, I don't. I and the cost of natural gas today, as a result, there is six hundred percent higher than what it is here. Wow, wow, you got that. For the same unit. Yeah. And then same now unit. our president's been calling on our enemies. <laughs> hey, can we get a couple of barrels here <laughs> yeah. and there? There are enemies. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, sure. man, open the pipeline. Let's, yeah. let's get it going. Let's let's get it back to where you messed it up from. Well, they right. Completely stop fracking. And, you know, and I don't mean to transition to North Carolina, but I think one of the greatest mistakes we ever made, and again, this is opinion because there's a lot of folks out there right. disagreeing. Economically speaking. Economically yep. speaking, that pipeline should have gone through the heart of North Carolina, mm-hmm. and, yep. and we would not have had the issues that we got with Duke Energy today that's going to be very, very costly ultimately to get them. Well, isn't it interesting, too? Energy costs over the past couple of years have just, you know, spiked. Sure. And the same person who will complain – Will be the same person who complains again when, when their when their price goes up. Right. It's like no, you can't. It, it you understand well, that. Well, and they will continue voting yeah. left yep. with the restrictions and the the, the red tape and everything. Uh, right. Yeah. I and mean, you, you know, something. Bottom line is, I don't look. Does anyone not want clean air? Yeah, clean, right. Everybody does. Right. We sure that's a goal we yeah, all absolutely. have. Right. Yep. Right. Absolutely. That's not a. I mean, that's not. Is, is that's not left or right. Yep. We all want that. Well, yeah, let me ask you. Gosh. Let me ask you. Let's switch it a little bit. Um, more of some of the races we're going to be seeing, mm-hmm. and um, we got Pat McCroy coming in town he, this week. This week, yep. he's moving his campaign around. So, in that race, uh, if you've been watching it, kind of give us a breakdown of what you're seeing there. That is a toughie. Uh oh. Um, can I be blunt? No, I hope you are. <laughs> Only here. That, Only that's here. what right. we do here. All right, I'm going to tell you. It's um, it's ugly. It's dead burn ugly. And uh, uh, I'm going to jump on the Republican Party right now. We we have, the, and I see this at the state level, national level, state yeah. level, and even the local levels. Um, the Republican Party is pretty divided right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. divided, and it, it is never any clearer than that than listening to the governor's race. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, during the break, I was telling you all I couldn't even watch the debate. I yeah. had to turn it off. Yeah. But um, well, so that's divided sort of the Trumpers and the moderate non-Trumper Republicans, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 right. yeah, precisely. And 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 you know what? I mean, that starts at the national level and comes right on down. Yeah, the same absolutely, thing, all the way through. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Even local level, I see it. Right. 
Well, uh, what about in the uh, in the local arena here around Cumberland County, February? There's a lot of campaigns. Man, we've got it. We've got it. Yeah, we've got a field out there. There's a lot of signs out there. There's going to be a lot of good <laughs> well, kindling is, for the empires. There's going to be an inter- interesting year this year um, because we, we we've thrown a municipal municipal right onto a uh, mm-hmm. uh, right onto a uh, uh, you know a, a regular campaign. We you know we've got the, the house races too. So, what does that mean exactly? Well, there's, there's quite a bit of energy developed in the governor's race and mm-hmm. naturally in the national races. Um, yeah, you're talking about the governor's race. That's the U.S. Senate race where Pat McCrory, the former yes, governor, yes, governor yes, is, yes, is yes, yes. running. I mean, all the way down the line, right. you see these folks just um, fired up. You know, they're um, um, and there's going to be a big turnout. Is it going to be like it was, you know, during the presidential? No. But normally in the municipalities, we yeah. have 10% voter turnout yeah. is considered good. It's usually. considered good, yeah, it is. Uh, and it's interesting that they've had more time, for those that are new into politics and getting their name out there, they've had more time yes, this year this time. to do right. that. And some of them, I think, have taken advantage of that extra time. Some of them may not, but we're, we're hearing more names that we had not heard, seeing more signs yeah. we were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, so that's interesting watching all these new folks trying to get in. But I think it's also a, a product of a lot of people see the need of some change. Yeah, That's refreshing, actually. Very much. Very refreshing. And, uh, you know, one of the big – and, and I'm, you know, we started national. I'm going to jump into the Yes Fayetteville thing. Uh, I worked on that a little bit with with, uh, with Tony and, and now I think you helped us yeah, out on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so t- uh, talk to us about Yes uh, Fayetteville. Let's, yes let's Fayetteville, go there this quick. was a petition we were all trying to get signed, and we needed 5,000 names. And uh, I guess what I want to tell everybody is we have 5,000 names, and they are. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's awesome, and, yes. And they are being cleared with the um, with the BOE, and I suspect we will see that issue on the ballot. So Whoa, That's good. awesome. Yeah, so that's do, awesome when do you think it will be on the ballot? Um, I know it's a guess. You don't know for sure. Yeah. Yes. Naturally, it won't be on the one in May, yeah, uh, right. but it could be in a runoff in potentially July, if not definitely November. Mm. That's good. That's good. Well, and I would guess big picture for this thing to pass, we're looking at a lower turnout to help the Yes Fateful crowd or the bigger turnout to help? Um, I mean, do they want it in July or do they want it in November? Uh, I think July would be easier. To be be honest, right? Um, yeah, more informed people going to the polls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and those people that sign those petitions, they're all about it. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, when you know, I was looking at a race the other day that <clears throat> in the last um, last race there was four thousand votes cast. Mm. Folks, wow. that's, that's, it. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, with the district setting with thirty five thousand registered voters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah good point yeah so i i, I think probably a lower turnout would help probably the, would. the yes fayetteville crowd as probably well would. but that's exciting that they've yeah. got uh, all the signatures and we're going to see that yeah, uh, yeah. You, actually, gosh yeah. we were talking about that uh, uh, before we went on break yeah, uh yeah. last that? year yeah, yeah october yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah 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 so that's and uh, really pushing it because it's such a great you know well, uh, you know, it makes sense, and it makes sense for everybody. <clears throat> That's what folks don't really, really get. Now, what Yes Fay? I, I don't mean to yeah. uh, apologize for interrupting sure. you. For those of you that don't know, vote uh, Yes Fayetteville is uh, 
wanting to put some at-large seats in the city council. So we're talking about being able to vote for the mayor, four at-large members, and five district people. Correct. So when Joe Smith goes to the polls, Joe is able to vote for the mayor, four at-large, and a and his own district, district council person. Yep. So Joe Smith can vote for who sits on the majority yeah. of the council yeah. rather than having two, two votes. Rather than just He's getting five, five votes. Yeah. 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 Precisely. Yeah. Um, what voter would not want more say? Yeah, to more me say. that sounds like yeah. good government. Yeah. Uh, I right? would yeah. think so. Yeah. But. And, you know, one of, one of the points that I saw that, that really sold me was you know, we've got very we got certain areas here that are really, really prone to flooding mm-hmm. here in Fayetteville. Right. And if you look at, at the entire city, there's not but two or three city districts that that really, really two, mm-hmm. that that really encumbers. Yeah. So if I'm, <clears throat> and I know it's supposed to do the right yeah. thing, but why am I going to vote for my constituents' taxes to go up and I'm in... I don't know, city district, city district nine yeah, up sits up on the hill, right? By, yeah. Right. Um, but this will be able to hold uh, the, city councilman. Yeah. And this, gives, yeah this gives Fayetteville's more power. Right. You know, you're not just voting, voice, a louder voice. You're not just voting for your home district. You're also voting for the overall city. Absolutely. Yeah. As you're saying. Yep. That's why we need it. Yep. Right there. Yep. So you'd have the mayor and four members of the city council that, that have general of ownership one. of what goes on everywhere. Now, right. those who are opposed to it, what reason would they? Why? Why is it just because they want to stir the waters? What? What reason? Well, you know, you. I'll you, say it. You hear no, not, no, no. I, nothing that makes sense to me. But some of it they're yeah, saying well, is racial. It was racial. Gotcha. And, okay. and that's well, and that's been the button. And listen, I would say uh, maybe I could visualize that i could see that it were racial if we weren't minority majority yeah but because we're minority majority absolutely then it's nothing racial about it in fact the minorities uh more say who are the blacks now because Mm -hmm. don't be confused the whites are actually the minority Minority but the blacks actually have a a better chance of being able to stack the city council uh under the um under the the proposal vote mm-hmm. yes well again because scenario. that gives your average citizen a louder voice right sure know? it does and that so yep. that's yeah it's interesting how, how politics will just stir the waters until till you know well uh, the conspiracy theory is is at a time that they have a majority all of a sudden there's this new yeah. idea yeah and you're that's supposed now to be oppose sour it. grapes is uh, i guess yep. is what the logic is on that and uh, you know one of the bad things this all, all came about during a municipal election and let me tell you it's hurt a lot of the candidates. Well, it, it's actually pushed a lot of candidates away, and they were very tentative in jumping on that bandwagon mm-hmm. because they had their own piece of the pie already figured out. And let me tell you what, the difference in cost of running a city district race hmm. and running a city-wide, uh, citywide race yeah. is uh, it's, that's a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. My, uh, and I've told this story before, my, my very first race was an at-large race uh, when we had at-large members on the council. That was in 1989. And at that... And you were eight years old then. At that time, <laughs> I spent more than anybody else had ever spent, yeah. and that was almost $14,000. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
I won't ask if much only, for the mayor's If only. We ain't going to go there, right? Uh, <laughs> it was well over a quarter of a million dollars. I know it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, yeah, how times have changed. But, uh, you know, postage was cheap back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you knocked on a lot of doors. That's all. Well, yeah, and, and the city of Fayetteville was much smaller then True. as well. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't, it was uh, those well, yeah, were the good came, old days. You came along well after the Big Bang Annex, so there was that much more area to cover too. Right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, those days. I remember. Man, that was. You all want to know where the fun race is going to be? Oh, tell us. Oh, it's got to be. Devier and Applewhite. Yeah, yeah that's, that's interesting. That, that is, gonna is be. interesting. And you know, well, the governor's made it interesting, is what's yeah. happened, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know that. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not voting for either, but I feel like the governor may have had a boomerang effect by sticking his nose in there. It, it may come back to bite him in the end. He may have yeah, gave man. given a little momentum. That wasn't there or wasn't as much there before by mm-hmm. getting his nose in it. Mm-hmm. Um, how he got to be back Could in be, office. Could be, but I know, <laughs> you know, Wesley's sitting out here watching. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? right. And uh, I don't know, it could be interesting. Well, they're going to spend a lot of money in that primary, and, oh, and Wesley's man. kind of just sitting back watching. Just throwing yeah. mud just throwing mud at themselves. Yeah. 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 Right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. That's going to be a fun race. Yep. Yep. So, uh, what's your prediction? Ooh, yeah, Mike. Ooh, what's your prediction? Come on, you've <laughs> looked you on at this spot. one. I'll put you on the spot. You've looked at this one. <laughs> I think Applewhite will beat him. What about hmm. in the uh, general? That Cross the river is going to be a little tougher. If oh. you look at the if oh. you look at the makeup of the district overall, that district is going to lean left, though, right? I mean, left, correct? <laughs> <laughs> left, right. Well, it will, but, but you know, if you really look at the statistics, uh, the farther east you go, the more conservative it gets, yeah. mm-hmm. number one. And number two is they vote. Right. They mm-hmm. come out and vote. So voter turnout is going to be a big, 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 big deal. But I, th- I actually think, uh, I think, I think Wesley could win. Um, I don't think what he's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got his hands full against Kirk. He's already proved that right. a couple times. Yep. Okay. Let, yep. Me, let me leave it at that. Yeah. But I think he's got a better shot of beating Val than, uh, mm-hmm. than he does Kirk. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's my gut. Yeah. That right. dime gets you a cup of coffee. Guys. Right. <laughs> well, right. Kurt's, Kurt's got more name, too. He's got yeah. more people know his name. Well, yeah. I don't know. You don't think? Now, Val's run... <clears throat> Many races in the past. Mm-hmm. She ran against me twice. Now she's you know. got the hard progressives coming out for her. Uh, so that center of, and see, that's that's the other thing. They, they, they brought most of that into the center of Fable. The center of Fable, well, I'm going to tell you, she's, she's got a presence there. Yeah. And, uh, oh, she can she can keep a room. She, she, she can, yeah. she she's can, got a room, so we'll, you see. Know. we'll see how it goes. I feel like we got the inside track now. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do. You do because you got. I'm not running. You right? got the guru of data. <laughs> yeah, over yeah. There. Crystal ball. Remember, right remember, there. remember, I was eight back in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so old now. So I can after say what I want all to say, this politics, you never wanted to run. No. No. Um, and there's a reason for that. And my wife told me she she said you will never run. And 
And you can understand that. Very well now. She said, you'll never run. And, and, and I said, well, why? She said, because when I hold a meeting, we have a one-hour meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we go into my conference room with a meeting, and it's going to be one hour. Because at one hour, I stand up, get up, and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that on city <laughs> yeah. council. I, I, I've seen Mike toss the keys to the building to somebody else, say, yeah, I'm out. It's, it's an hour. I'm, yeah, I'm going. You lock up. Well, you know, I saw recently uh, Elon Musk, who, by the way, is in the news, you know, with Twitter. Again. You think? Again. I, I, I did see that he, one of his policies in his company was you come into a meeting. If you feel the meeting's not being productive, turn around, get up, and walk out. There's mm-hmm. no questions asked. We don't, yeah. you know, nobody's in trouble. Yeah. Right. If it's not being productive for you, then leave. So you well, might have I already can, created that. I and I, I can pick on politicians. Politicians like to hear themselves talk. Ooh, mm-hmm. Like preachers. Like pre- yeah. Yeah, pre- preachers. <laughs> preachers are pretty good listeners. It's a big difference. That's true. <laughs> we have to be both. But but politicians like to hear themselves talk. So we'll get off on about seventeen different tangents if you don't hold that meeting right to that right, <laughs> yeah. right to that That's agenda. Right. You're going to be lost. That's yep. right. He was always very good at that. By the way, well, I mean, he we, held it together. Listen. I didn't want to be there, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> let's take care of business and get out. Get you out. know, it's, uh, leave egos at the door was always what I would yeah. say. Mike Chandler, thank you so much for joining Thanks us for having me, again. Guys. Karen Chandler Trust is thank a you. great local organization. The money is local; it stays local. It, most of it is raised local uh, and goes to help cancer victims who need the help the most. Yep. And uh, Karen Chandler Trust goes through and, and pays bills that need to be paid. Uh, Gives transportation, rides, everything. Yeah, transportation, right. everything. So uh, KarenChandlerTrust.com and uh, go online, donate a little bit of money. Um, if you need help, uh, I assume there's a place to leave comments. or, or Well, there is there and on Facebook. However, I'd rather you pick up the phone and call me. My phone number is on is on the website too. It's a uh, five seven nine one zero five seven eight three three eight two. Great, and we can get things going. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Th- thanks, thanks, Mike. In the studio, Pastor Josh Goodman. Great being with you tonight. Good to see good you stuff. again. Yeah, uh, our good friend Jimmy Henley Jr. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. And look, please do the cabinet a favor and take time today to go visit one of the commercial sponsors. Let them know that you heard their message on the Carolina Cabinet. If you've missed an episode, you can always find the replays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcaster. Send us a message, like, follow, or share us on your favorite social media outlet. We are at the Carolina, the Carolina Cabinet. Cabinet. <laughs> Listen, until next time, uh, we certainly appreciate you coming and uh, joining us.
Peace of my heart.